Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text, sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it It's cup Hey everyone and welcome to Couples Therapy. I'm Naomi. And I'm Andy. And we're a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple different listeners. And good morning, August. Yes, folks, <laughs> it's August. August in dystopia. How you doing? I How you feeling? What's going on? I Naomi, hope. you're two days away from taping your Netflix special. I know! And I am as anxious and as terrified as you think. You guys, I also just want to shout out, you know, being August, I know this is a hard month, therapists go on vacation. <laughs> and we at Couples Therapy, we see that, okay? Mm -hmm. We see you, we acknowledge you, you're going to have to pull out all your self-care techniques. You got to bring it all out so you can get through August. Okay. I'm lucky. My therapist went on vacation in July, so. Oh, perfect. So what everyone else is falling apart, I'm getting quality mental health care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Naomi, before uh, we talk about our guest, yeah, you know how we love follow-ups on the show? I think since we've started to like really like lean in hard on like talking about follow-ups, Prembly, my dear sweet Prembly, I love you so much, our, our dear son Prembly, 
the minute we start, the minute he sees those microphones, he's like, let me walk all over the things you're doing. Let me walk in front of you so that maybe you will give me dry food. To get me out away from you. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think of, I always call Premly in my head, my chunky son. <laughs> and then I'm like, I love my chunk, my curvy cat. <laughs> Ever since I was a child, I've loved curvy cats. So we got a, a bunch of follow-ups now. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, uh, follow-ups, some, um, I think both of these are from the, uh, the actual people that wrote in. Oh, okay, not just love it, it. So not just like people writing in with their own advice and mm-hmm. thoughts. These are... From the horses' mouths themselves. Oh my God, so uh, this first one comes from uh, Jason Butler Harner's episode. Do you Ooh. remember? Do you remember our, our lovely friend Jason, JBH? We love JBH. <laughs> I think about that episode every day. Now, uh, one of the questions on that was uh, from a person who was having trouble with their friend. Uh, the friend only talked about therapy topics. Right? They would hang out together, and and uh, our our caller would try to steer it in other directions. It was always therapy stuff. Hmm. Uh, and um, the caller said that it got better after a little while. Then it reverted to therapy. Like she talked with them. She's like, Hey, can we maybe talk about something yeah. else? And then yeah. it reverted right back to therapy talk. And uh, then the, when the caller called us, she said, I'm just avoiding her at this point. <laughs> okay. what, what can I do about this? All right. You know, uh, now the caller sent in a voicemail. It was about uh, six minutes long, so okay. I'm, this is just an excerpt from that voicemail. I love an excerpt, a highlight reel, a trailer. This but, is great. Uh, so this is a little bit of an update right here. I thought it was funny that you said that I love it when the people, or maybe it was um, JBH who said it. No name, but you said it. Like the person has the answer to their own question. That's the thing. I know. I know. I don't want to. I don't want to hang out with this person. I don't want to talk to her. Like, we have just, you know, grown into different people. She's, you know, and also I wanted to point out that, like, the three years that she's been in crisis, it's been the same exact issues, the same exact issues. And Naomi, you actually solved this and, like, put it into perspective for me on another episode where you said, I have it written in one of my journals, um, until you do something different about your problem, I don't want to hear about it anymore. This girl has not tried to do anything different. You know, she was like, she had really bad postpartum depression, which I was like with her. So many of her friends moved, like left her life. And I was like always the one that stayed. She was suicidal. She was abusive to her partner. They had to have police to like give the kid back and forth. It was really dramatic. And when this girl was suicidal, I said, you need help, you know? You need medications. Like these are not normal. Oh, well, I'm taking my my stress tincture because she's an herbalist, you know, like hippie, dippy. So, and I'm like science baby, <laughs> you know? And um, so those are sort of the ways in which we've grown apart is that I feel like our values are different. She also this year told me that she thought that her three-year-old was racist because he said he likes colorful clothing and not the black clothing that she wears. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Oh my God. There's a lot there. First of all, love someone calling as they walk along the roadside yeah. on a windy day. And also, this is a, first of all, second of all, honor to be in a journal. Okay. To have been in the journal. I really think I need to go back to school, Andy, and just become a therapist. And then, third, this person is insane. Oh, yeah. Her friend. Yeah. 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 A three year old racist. Yeah. Because 
He likes colorful clothes and not black clothes. Yeah. You know, on the show that we always promote empathy over the kind of like heartless, what I call LA lifestyle, where you drop a friend for like harshing the vibe <laughs> in yes. essence it's like your vibe is uh, not positive yeah for not har- uh, for harshing the uh <laughs> the mellow um and uh but there is also a limit to because right. this person is going through stuff but clearly she's not willing to try something new right. to get away from the darkness all this stuff is real right. you know feeling suicidal having problems with your partner but babe you got to do something and it's not a tincture it's not <laughs> Not a tincture. Uh, and then in the, the rest of the recording, uh, the caller said uh, um, she uh, drove down to Boston to to see your show at Littlefield on the 27th. Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, that's gorgeous. She was also <laughs> really afraid that her friend would listen to uh, <laughs> that. Episode. She almost like called back and said, please don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It could have been good for the friend. You know, if you Maybe. hear it and you hear three impartial people. Yeah. Say, you know what? You need to do something. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tinctures. Tinctures ain't going to cut it. Tinctures ain't it, boo. <laughs> Can we put that on that a shirt? A t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tinctures ain't it, boo. Tinctures ain't it, boo. Who wants that t-shirt? Who also wants a t-shirt that says, <laughs> this is from Sydney Washington. She said this about us, about you and me on her episode, uh, that we're a heterosexual couple you can get behind. I love that. I Maybe like that to have partners have that shirt together. Does anyone want that? Does, would anyone wear <laughs> so, it as a, like, would a couple wear that? Think we, about it. No, but it would have our pictures on it. So oh, it's not us just, specifically. So they're yeah. behind us. Sydney said we're one of the few heterosexual couples. That's true. If may, if not the only. I didn't want to be too arrogant that she can get behind. <laughs> so, okay. So, glad to hear that we helped the caller. Now, here's another follow-up. This is from Joel Kim Booster's episode, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, this question was about a friend that comes over to watch Drag Race and only talks about boys and nothing else. Okay, yes, I recall this. Yes, okay. So, the uh, the advice seeker writes... Thank you both and Joel so much for answering my question. Super helpful. I ended up voicing my issues to him and he didn't take it that well. I tried to be kind and understanding, but he said some hurtful things and I had to stop talking to him for a while. Mm. Eventually we made up. Andy, you are absolutely right about the one topic friend because since we've made up, all he wants to do is talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, which is fine. But now I know that he's not someone I can expect or want a deeper friendship from. Mm -hmm. Thanks to both of you again for your great insight. That's that. So, wow. all right, all right. You 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 learned. You learned. You know. You did your part. You said something, but you know he ain't it. He ain't it. You watch some drag race and be done with it. He ain't it. You don't have to quit, <laughs> but you ain't gonna talk about shit. <laughs> I like that. Is that a he ain't it. You don't have to quit. But you ain't gonna talk about dumb shit. Yeah, is that it? Is it? It's one of those T-shirts where like the font changes every <laughs> line. <laughs> every line. <laughs> it looks like an eye exam. It starts big and then it goes down small. <laughs> no, uh, no, Naomi. Um, we're gonna do some more follow-ups next episode, but uh, I don't want to delay any we f- can't. because uh, huge fans of our guest today. Yes, and not just fans, but like uh, you've gotten very friendly. Um, yes. And me by proxy, but mostly you. But then also, since we moved to Los Angeles, this is also a couple who actually listens to the pod of their own volition, of their own free will. <laughs> yeah, they no one, choose no to listen holding to the, the gun to their head. They're choosing to listen to it every week. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. So this who are is huge. Who are well, okay, guests, okay, okay. I'm, I'm so nervous. You guys, we have power couple, hilarious actors and comedians 
Lauren Lapkus, and Mike Castle. Ooh, baby. You know Lauren from being a podcast queen, okay? She's got her podcast, Threedom. She co-hosts newcomers with Nicole Byer. Speaking of Threedom, it's something I listen to religiously. I know. You love it. It's so fun because I'm always hearing her voice Uh in parts of the house. I'm like, are you listening to Lauren? It's funny. I knew about her relationship with Mike before they were on here because I heard her talk about it on Freedom once. <laughs> and then we had a lot of follow-ups. Mm-hmm. You know Mike from his Netflix show, Bruise Brothers, and they're just wonderful. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun. Kind people. This is the other thing. This is, I think, <laughs> no, I'm just saying this because you like- always have to step out, being like, I'm not being fake. I really like them. I don't want you to think I'm lying. Because we meet so many shitheads out here, Naomi, that when we meet, not, like, like when, like Chris and Ashley, you know, we're on the show and we're like genuinely friends with them. It's just right. like, you know, when you meet people who aren't shitheads in Los Angeles, you're just like, <laughs> I get so effusive. We're like, oh my God, you have not been warped by this- uh, behemoth of a business. Yep, the sick, sick town. That's um, true. So before we get into the episode, though, Naomi, uh, I believe you also host another podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much for bringing it up. Uh, you guys, I am the co-host of the podcast I Love a Lifetime Movie with hilarious comedian and friend of the show, Megan Gailey. Every week, we watch a different Lifetime movie, as crazy as you think it is, and then we break it down beat by beat. We also have really fun guests. We've had Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, Ronnie Karam for from Watch What Crappens. We had Candy Burris, okay? This is, I'm giving you Sorry, a did touch. you say Watch What Crappens? Yes, that's what it's called. It's like a Bravo <laughs> podcast. Really so if you're that. into that world, you'll be into this world. I love that so much. Annabeth Gish. I mean, we're getting the top of the pops. That really sounds like a Mad Magazine article. <laughs> like if Mad Magazine was around and they were parroting Andy Cohen. Watch What Crappens. Yeah. Well, it's a popular podcast. That's why I brought it up. All right, without any further ado... <laughs> Roll it! Now, <laughs> what? I'm pivoting. What do you laugh at me? He always laughs because he says that my tr- um, segues are very clunky. I didn't. Oh. I always go. I see now, that. Oh God! Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't mind that though. I don't mind a hard pivot. Yeah. Like, sometimes let's... I what I like is to go. Oh, okay, good. We're pivoting. Like if it's <laughs> if you're too good at the segue, I'll get confused and I'll still think we're talking about the other thing. And yeah, I'll go yeah, like yeah. something about Want our dog. You're saying Ross in the stairwell screaming pivot. Right. Right. Yes. Pivot. Right. Pivot. Yes. Exactly. Classic. 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 <laughs> yes. Of course. So what do you want to say, Andrew? Then. Oh, I was going to talk about how much glass is in our neighborhood that it looks like Crystal Knocked Part Two because we were before we started recording we were talking about uh, dogs cutting their paws or getting stuff in their paws and what I'm uh-huh. paranoid about as both of us being dog parents. Um, <gasps> Mabel and here Mabel, Mabel for the listener, oh Mabel and Franny making an appearance and pure uh, sisters. Can they do they process what's happening? Do they what think it's Franny? a mirror? Take what, her in, no, I'm Franny. always like you yeah, must feel each other. Is this gonna be a duck soup type <laughs> thing where like, oh try to do yes. mirror I would exercises? Love it. <laughs> so cute. Um, I truly will see pictures of Mabel and will have the moment where I'm like. What is Franny doing? Fran- <laughs> you know what it you know what it always is though? Mabel's ears always look so much better than Franny's that I'm like, this isn't fair. Like Mabel is like <laughs> We're self conscious uh, about Franny's 
ear hair. Well, I gave her a haircut and it was really haphazard. I just was trying to mm-hmm. cut off like big knots that had accumulated. Yeah, yeah, but now it makes her look like one of like the forgotten like uh like uh what what are those like little boys um garbage pail kid? No, hold on, Fox one more. What, what, alfalfa, what are they uh, called? Rug the little rascals. rascals. <laughs> <laughs> little rascals. Yeah. She yes, the rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she uh, looks she, like a sort of like sad little rascal yeah, with her she, she looks uneven weird. hair. It's not good. I do love that you went to Garbage Pail Kids, though, Naomi. Thank you. And that is why I love I that, you. too. She doesn't understand that I'm not going to let her on this table, but she's not going to stop. <laughs> she's not going to stop. Oh, my God. I like when they do that thing where they, they sort of, like, make a big show of how they're taking it in, and they're going, like, see? I looked. There's room. <laughs> Our cat does that a lot, where she's like, no, 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 there's room. We're like, we know. We don't want you on the table. Exactly. It's not about the room. <laughs> Prem's um, right over there, sitting Oh my god, Naomi's These microphone. animals run this goddamn house. Okay. Same. Same with ours, yeah. So well, my like, cat has kidney disease, which is very sad. Hmm. And but now she's peeing on things kind of hmm. arbitrarily. And, and with confidence. Well, no, but yesterday- <laughs> like you'll you'll be in the room and looking at her and she'll just pee and just keep looking at you. And <laughs> to me it, it's like surreal where I go, like, that can't be what's happening. No, but it was so <laughs> sad because I walked into the bathroom last night and then I just heard the sound of water splashing down the wall, and then I looked down and she was just peeing against the wall and I I felt I felt so embarrassed that I closed the doors and just waited for her to stop. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I'll clean it up. You're fine. Everything's yeah. fine." I won't tell Mike. I'm not gonna tell anyone. <laughs> it's so weird. You know when you said that like she's peeing and she's staring at you. In my mind, she's like Frank Booth from Blue Velvet. Oh. I don't know why that is what popped into my head. I've never seen that. Uh, it's so good. Do I need to see it? I would say it's it's a must see. The yeah. list of things I'm supposed to see is just getting way too out of control. <laughs> I, I can't yeah, keep up. True. Do a true, true, season true. of newcomers with David Lynch. That's the yeah. oh, that, <laughs> that would actually, be actually hey, pretty awesome. Hey, that's a fucking good idea. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, edit that out so it can be Lauren's idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are often coming up with ideas for us and they all I hear is Fast and the Furious Ugh. or Marvel and I'm like, we well, probably are going to do Marvel, but yeah. I'm I David like Lynch this would actually idea. be a good one. That'd yeah. be that'd be pretty David cool. Lynch. Yeah. Uh, Bergman, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, classic yeah. French New Wave. Uh. <laughs> can I just say that you guys are like literally the most wholesome couple I can think of? I think oh you guys my! Are just, oh, that's nice. That's You're nice just, like, to hear. Two wholesome, just fresh young kids making a go of it. <laughs> I, love that. I just love that about you guys. That's yeah. very sweet. That's really funny. I because I feel like we're like evil haters. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to hear that. Do tell. Do tell. <laughs> Name names, okay? We believe on couples therapy that you name them and you shame them. I don't even, I don't know that I even have anyone that I really mean. It's, it's more like I, I feel like I, one of my main activities is rolling my eyes. Like, I feel like everything I look at, I go, oh, brother, about about everything. So to hear that I'm like wholesome, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Okay. Because I, I feel that I have a nice optimistic disposition but that i'm also uh a negative well, nihilist you know, like what an example of that is yeah. it's like I, I think and i'm an optimistic nihilist we, we discovered this when we <laughs> first started dating yeah but, we would just say that back and forth to each it, other optimistic <laughs> nihilist, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was like it, it's like your sex negative and sex neutral it's like that's like our our yeah i i am more negative in in like a deep dark black holeish kind of way but then at the end of it i go like but it's cool but I feel like an example is like that I love award shows and I always want to watch award shows and they make him like really depressed. They make and me really feel mad. so depressed and, and like hopeless and like I, I hate that I 
do acting and that I'm in entertain. Like it yeah. makes me feel gross. And like if and Lauren has to watch it. And then he's like he like has to leave. The I'll room. go like I literally can't even be in this room. It makes me so upset to watch award shows. Yeah. Is it because you know the oh. truth behind them? <laughs> Well, because it makes Probably you feel partially, like what you'll yeah. never get. And I don't mean that negatively, but I mean yeah, like no. literally 99% it's like of the actors. all of the things. Yeah, yeah. It's we'll that. Never. It's that I feel like it's like bullshit. It's that I also like kind of feel like you you like have to like play the game in this one way that I find kind of like gross. And, and then like the whole thing just feels like kind of evil to me as well. <laughs> like there's like this like secret committee who like votes on this and you got to like campaign to win your award. But see, like, it's all though, just so I just go like, Ugh. I grew up like loving those things and watching them as like an event with my mom. And then I feel like as but I But also got- we have this where she, we actually have that. T- I also had that watching with my mom and whatever. And I go like, but then it, you, like you'll say that and you go like so it's sacred and nice and I'll go like so that's why I hate it yeah, <laughs> or something yeah. Yeah. and I, I love my mom you know yeah. but I just go yeah. like I don't know there's something it's like it warps in a different way for mm. me do you yeah. though do you let's pick this <laughs> do I love my mom yeah do you really? that's a good question that's a real that's how well, we get actually, into it it's even actually with my mom my mom is so nice and such like a good wholesome person that for you to say uh, we're wholesome, I go like, but when my mom does something nice or wholesome, my knee-jerk reaction is, oh, my God. And But it's like, it's nice. She'll say or do something nice, and I am exhausted by it or something. So, <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Now, with that, Lauren, is he difficult to love? <laughs> I, are you I, making it hard for her? Because you're like, yeah, don't I think be I'm pretty sweet. easy to love. Oh, I think brother. he is easy to love, but I do. Because I also I, don't. I don't expect Lauren or anyone to agree with me about any of it. Like well, I go, no. like I'm. I don't know. I just am mentally ill, and so <laughs> we, it's we just, that's what it is. We don't have to like get into it every time. We yeah. have one of those. It's more yeah, just yeah. like, okay, then that's my thing, and that's your thing. Yeah, and I'll just be like, mm. I'll go upstairs. But if I hear you really laughing, I'm gonna say like really Lauren the award shows that funny but you know what I no, but you know what sucks is like I truly I'm and it's probably like codependency or whatever but I feel like I'm like I want you to watch it with me even if you yeah. hate it like I want you to sit here and you can talk about it or whatever like yeah. for instance but like, it creates like deep existential dread in but me. last night <laughs> like it's truly like I'll be sitting there and I'm like I feel like my bones are breaking okay Mike you I'm hate it I need to I hear Lauren it. finish her story <laughs> <laughs> thank you last night I had to watch uh the pilot episode of the oval a Tyler Perry show for my podcast newcomers and uh, he was like putting on headphones he's playing a video game and I was watching my computer and I'm like watch it with me and he's like no but then he takes his headphones off because I'm like <gasps> at every moment of this show because it's so crazy and then he takes his headphones off and he's like enjoying it with me yes. loving every moment of it but so if- I'm like there's a part of the hater <laughs> element yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you like to do this like and I like no, it but too no but, like, no, I- but Lauren you like to make me like I don't want to feel the hatred that it, it stirs in me, but it like kind of delights you. And I go like, I, it's almost like I don't want to feel that way. But you're like, but it's funny, and I'm like, but it, I, it actually does make me upset. All right, or something. Oh no, my but I'm not. Goodness, so right. I We're don't care. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just mean that like with with this one in particular too. Last night I felt that you had a big reaction, and as your loving husband, I go. Oh, okay. She really wants me to be involved in this. Because I can't so, watch it alone. It's so No, no, no totally. But wild. so I'm saying, like, I will 
it, it's almost like you're going like, see, you do want to watch. I'm going like, no, no, no. I know the game we're playing here, and I'll just, I'll just get right in, and I, I won't sit here. I realize you and... were so hip to it, honestly. I, I, thought, I thought it was natural. Oh I like that you guys are like a different mix of the things that animate us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're in different, like the kind of like. Uh, Strong. I need a stronger dose of Lexapro nihilism that is in yeah. Naomi is yeah. in Mike, yes, and the yes. goofiness that's in me is in Lauren. I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I but think that's yet, why I like the show so much. It's I was actually going to say it is surreal to be here right now because I'm like we actually listen to it so much every week that wow. I'm like oh it's kind of funny that we're actually like <laughs> in it fans, right now. Big fan. Yeah. yeah, that's a true honor. Honestly, well, coming from a podcast queen such yeah. as yourself. Hello. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But like, wait, where are you from, Mike? Because you sound Midwestern. We're both from Chicago. I'm okay. from the South Side, and she is from the North Side. Okay, yes. Oh, I so know about you like Evanston. Kid Sister. And <laughs> I don't know well, any rappers from the North Side. Okay, I was like, I was like <laughs> there are no rappers. I on do the not North know. Side. We, we we literally all silently waited for you to finish I was like, it. And We're like, what, do what will I it like? be? <laughs> Open Mike is he from the North Side? No, um, um, no, I think he's South too. So yeah. wait, did y'all meet then in Chicago? Like. No, but you were living no, out here. We met on the television show Clipped that we were both right, on, which Clipped. was on TBS. And I see the was... poster and I forget every time, though. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's that where you guys out. were to, no, you know no. what I mean? But mm-hmm. no, yes. no, we, we met. It's, we had a lot of the, the, like, in Chicago, knowing the same people and, like, some pretty, like, really close crossover, but never met each other. Yeah. And I mean, he's four years younger than me. So I think, like, growing up, we missed each other and, like, any sort of mm-hmm. activity, like, you were doing like Piven Theater, which is in Evanston, and uh-huh. I, a lot of my friends did that, but the age difference probably stopped any sort of crossover there. And then when I was doing um, improv at IO in Chicago, he was on a team, like a high school team. I was, I was like a, on a college. teen, I was on the Second City Teen Ensemble. But I think I must have seen you yeah. because I. But she was like friends with our coach who, like, so, like, I would be leaving his apartment as a teen who he was coaching, and she would be going there to help him clean because he had OCD. I was really obsessed with <laughs> throwing all of his stuff away. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys both have stories uh, where you got screamed at by Del Close? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, no. I'm no. like, oh, my God. I feel like I hear so many things like that. Though, I feel like, like we both probably were, like, yelled at to, like, take out Sharna's dog or something. <laughs> yeah, though, there's probably. definitely crossover yeah. in that department. <laughs> I like how there's a whole generation of people above us who like toxic uh, kind of abuse and they're just like, yeah, that's part of doing this. And it's just like, yes, yes, yeah, totally glorifying it. I've always like I I one time tweeted like, but was Del Close funny? And like people were like, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was like, no one's ever said that he like had any comedic sensibility. Right. Like, it's like right. we're always talking about how he was like pissed in the corner, like yeah, and, know, and he's like doing cigarettes. like so much coke. Yeah. Here. like but was he funny? I'm I gotta like, ask again. And what did we gain from yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a generation of trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. Passed yeah, down. a bunch of assholes. Hey, yeah, we got Harold Knight out of it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I do. That's a. It's actually kind of funny now that everything's like closed down, not permanently, but. Um, going to thinking about like Harold Knight at UCB, how like we had to walk out and be like, the Herald was invented by Del Close. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, yes, every like, time. everyone I had must just be memorized. like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like so it's many people probably much. have no clue what that means. And you're, we're just like skating right past it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, So 
Wait, what are you about to say? Well, uh, where were we before? Sorry. I want to ask about oh, Clipped. Clipped. I want to ask if it was love at first sight. I mm-hmm. mean, what's going on here? Was it just like, we're actor friends. And then the show ends and you're like, you want to get coffee? And then or, it just yeah. blossoms. Yeah. Well, so it was a very long process because, first of all, I was married before. Uh-huh. So that's a key part of the story. But um, so I was married at the time but we got when we did the pilot and then mm. it was a year before the, like, we got picked up. But we had to wait a year to start shooting the series oh, for some Lord. reason. And, and they did that thing where they're like, you can't audition for other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And right. so it was like I literally I left. I worked on a farm in Ireland and did a you whole did? like Europe kind what? of thing. Well, my dad had like just died. So I was like really going through like that kind yeah. of thing. Uh-huh. You know, I think I was like yeah, 25 yeah. and I was like. I got to not be in L.A. And also, I'm not allowed to work on things. And I'm on this show that I don't think is funny. And I got to wait. A, I got to wait a year until we can film the next episode that won't be funny. And I'm like, it's like a pretty crazy you know, kind of dread. I was perfectly dread. happy to be on the thing. I was yes. like, great. But um, we were also like in that moment where it's it's a, it means different things for our careers or something where I'm like, Lauren is on it and everyone knows she's funny. I'm on it. No one has ever heard of me, and I, I play like an unfunny douchebag. I'm I just like, this is my nightmare yeah, to be on this. Yeah, you had to be this. like the romantic lead kind of thing. Yes. And yeah. so we were on that. But like the, the main thing they were always saying to me is that I had to wear tighter shirts. You know, it's like <laughs> that's like the main note I'm getting. So I'm going like, this isn't really my vibe actually. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We need to see your obliques. We need yeah. your nipples. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not in I'm not in great shape, you guys. <laughs> if we ain't seeing yeah, nipples so and obliques, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This Hollywood is TBS, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but the one but I think the positive thing about all of that was that we because we had this long time where we were waiting, our castmates always wanted us to all like hang out and get to know each other. So we got to be friends through that. Mm-hmm. And then once I we- was also greatly complimented that Lauren asked me to do her podcast during that time. Yes. I, I, I truly remember because because I remember like listening to it and being like, this is so funny. She's so funny. And that, but I never said anything about it. And then she asked me to do it. And it was like, where you have to act like you're a cool veteran yeah. improviser, where you go, like, oh, yeah, sure. So, like, this Thursday, want so me to do that or whatever? Because- but I, I remember, like, to all my friends, I was like, yeah, I got it. I'm going to do her podcast. <laughs> I was, like, so excited about it. It's really cute. And I, and it's like, I, I, you were very funny and it went really well, but I didn't know what it would be like because I had mm-hmm. never really seen you do anything. Yes. And it was more <laughs> that I was like, okay, I'm going to invite everyone who does improv on the show to be on my podcast. We can promote the show. And then, but it ended up being really fun and you were yeah. so good. Well, I remember I, I like did like a I, I, I think you did not think I was going to do a character voice or something. And I really like swung for it with the voice. I was very shocked. I remember seeing you shocked <laughs> and I was like, yay. <laughs> yeah. But then so then like after the series ended, we I got divorced and then we were already like friends and we started mm-hmm. dating after that. But it's like. It's very funny to look back because the first time we got together, we were like having like a little cast meetup with just, it ended up just being a couple of us. It was me and Mike and this other guy, Matt Cook, who's a Groundlings guy. Okay, very, very rude. No one else wanted to attend? Like very well, rude. I, okay, I don't remember what I, I, I feel like it had something to do with like, I think the three of us were like cast earlier and then also, like, we all, we had, like, the most mutual friends in, like, improv. Maybe we just set it I up see. or something. Or I don't I, know. And I think, like, people couldn't <laughs> go. And, like, I think you and I were both, like, doing something at UCB around this time of like, or something. Um, I always hated that kind of thing because I get, like, social anxiety and, like, 
And like, also, Lauren, Lauren thought I was like a bored, like frat bro. Well, this was the uh-huh. worst when she I, met me, and I was so shocked by this. No, I've never had anyone think that about me. It was so awful because like I got to La Poubelle, and it was like just me and Mike, and we were waiting for Matt. And I was like, oh, I wish Matt was here because I just want the balance <laughs> of like a third person. <laughs> and then like I'm like, oh, he's looking at all these other girls. He probably thinks they're all like really hot, and he's like a <laughs> jock, and he's like a frat guy. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, like I got everything. But I remember so I, I was just like really trying to talk to you about the fact that you were an English major, <laughs> and like <laughs> like that my mom was a professor at the school you went to. I know, and, but like, it's like I can't even associate so that with you anymore because it was yeah. so like it's just this weird experience where i was like he's like this and i had everything yeah. wrong but yeah, yeah, yeah. well we had, we had also actually met once before and and she did not remember me well because he was okay this is a, it, this is like truly way, my we, favorite we, we, like, la hollywood story for like 20 minutes and i'm sorry no no no, no, no. <laughs> i was literally just gonna ask about other people from clip like, <laughs> yeah why did, why did george so, went not show up why did yeah. ashley <laughs> tisdale not george show is up? actually always down to hang george is one of my favorites ever he's george really is a great a guy really great person yeah, uh, really and uh, Ashley is too but and she also was always coordinating the event so I don't know yes. why she wasn't there but <laughs> <laughs> but the first time we met he had brought uh, a few people to my ASCAT show at UCB and it was Gary Shandling Mandy Moore and Ryan Adams and so like what? yeah if you if you did, I know I know I, have, I my, my like first job was playing Mandy Moore's little brother in a pilot it didn't go. And yeah. at the time, she was married to Ryan Adams. Yes, and at the time, did. Ryan Adams was sharing a bill at the Disney Music Hall with Gary Shandling. I never remember why they were Wait, together. Why? And so, like, I have no idea. But That's they were, so like, random. really tight. And Mandy was, like, so entertained by the fact that I was, like, a young improv comedy guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so she was, like, so you've heard of Gary Shandling? And I was, like, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, well, he's going to be at my birthday party. And then like Ryan, because I, I was like 22. So everyone was doing that thing you do when someone's like really new in mm-hmm. the industry where you're like, oh, let's do some weird shit for him that'll like blow his mind or whatever. Uh, so, so, not, not, I was going to say, not an experience I've had, but yes. Okay. I, well, maybe my, it makes sense Maybe my naivete <laughs> is more glaring than yours. Yeah, I'm something. sure it was like cute that you were like, they wanted to take Well, everyone thought it was like hilarious. I had like never had a deviled egg and I like had it on set uh-huh. and they're all like, it's hilarious. He's never, I was like, why? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wait, but, wait, but so wait anyways, did you, were you brought up Jewish? No. Why? Why would you have a? I've never had a deviled egg in my life. Yeah, that's what I said too. I was like, I don't think that's even weird. By I don't way, know that I've ever even seen I've one. I've never had a deviled egg, but I have had to make them as a babysitter. Like when my this kid I was babysitting was going to like an event, and they were like, "Can you make these deviled eggs?" And I was like, "I guess so." Oh, and then I had to. They're make delicious. Them. I actually love them. No thanks. No, well, I like <laughs> a deviled egg. That's, no, that's a white Christian food. I stand by. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great set food in in my opinion. It's flavorful, but also not too heavy. I don't know. Oh. See, no, I don't want a deviled egg. This sitting out. I need to see That's that deviled egg being made. Do you have like a deviled egg on a tray on top of some ice? Oh. No, that's disgusting. I'll go for it all day. It doesn't slow me down at all. <laughs> uh, but but so so they so they basically sat me next to Gary at like Mandy's birthday party, oh and then gosh. Gary was being super nice to me and was like, "You should take me to a show." And what? I'm like going nuts, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah." And so I get tickets for that? like. Huh? <laughs> Why did he say that? What a weird I, thing to say to someone. I, I think it was like the, the like young energy comedian. of like I'm an improviser and him. I think there are. I've met a lot of the sort of like older comedian guys in the Gary world where they're like 
they want to like show that they care about the up and coming people or something where they're like, yeah, they're I'll go check people. out a show or whatever. Yeah. Plus very- also I would discover that Gary basically knew everyone there. Like well, he kind of he knew all the people. Really so, late, well, I was going to say, so I got tickets for a show that was at like seven and Gary shows up at like nine 30 <laughs> and like, we were just like sitting at this restaurant next door the whole time. He like pulls up right in front where there isn't a valet. And then is like, leaves his car running and, in and, the middle of the road. Yeah, and he like, but they like the valley, like runs down the street and you know, it's a classic sort of moment. And then he's like, do you think you can get us into this next show? And I was like, I'll try. And I like, I, I really remember going up to the box office and being like, Hey, can I get into the next show? I have like really famous people with me. It's like crazy. Uh, I I don't know. It's like Mandy Moore and like Gary Shan. And they were like, yeah, of course, of course. And they like get get like a, they get us like a spot and you know nice they nice. They kick seats. out four people literally yeah, 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 yeah. on the street. Yeah, and they're like, don't ever come back here. It's like parents of other performers. Yeah. Right. Like get uh, up. But get then, the bricks. You but we have like a watch TV show on HBO. so we we watched the show and like you know lauren is in the show and like eugene cordero's in it and they randomly talk to this girl from the audience and she talks about like one of the best times she ever saw live performance was seeing ryan adams who whose music i had never heard and i was sitting next to him and like she didn't know he was there and i was going like oh he's like really famous that's crazy (laughs) and then then like he like no, he was actually super nice to me, but like I, I, yeah, I, I believe I'm supposed to believe he's an asshole. So I mean, no, who knows can, who anyone is? Yeah, uh, but he was super experience. nice to me. You don't have yeah. to change your personal experience. Yeah, yeah. And it was also it was so brief. You know, I'm like, yeah. and it's so easy to be nice to a 22 year old idiot who doesn't know anything. <laughs> you know, like it's pretty low stakes. Um, but like basically, Lauren had then we were like talking about it in clipped like like random experiences with like famous people mm-hmm. and Lauren like mentions these people coming to her show. And I was like, I fucking brought them to that <laughs> show. Isn't that so random? And I met some of them after the show and you were standing behind them, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't recall you at all. Yes. Yes. But I do. Vi- if I, if I really think about it, I can picture like a taller person with them. And that's about it. Like, yeah. I I was much more excited to meet Gary Shandling than of like course. to well of course know, yeah think about yes. the random who was with him yes 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 <laughs> and of course Zach Braff's love interest on Scrubs season six. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to know about how the love began that's always my favorite how like the well, actual relation as a relation begins Do you see what I'm saying well, yes like Mike are you direct are you a kind of person where you know you like somebody you're like I would like to take you on a date. Or do you just kind of like giggle around them and be like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Uh, no, I'm direct. Yeah. Okay. Once I was available. Yeah, yes. He yes. Like told me. Like, like I, I just like talking to you. her in the times that she was getting divorced. I just, we just talked and like, yeah. she's, I, I, you know, you rarely meet the people where you're like, you have all of the funny, same sort of like reference bases mm-hmm. and like, you both like reading and you both, you know, like we both like grew up in Chicago and like she went to DePaul where my mom taught and like all that sort of stuff where it was just like it was fun to talk. And my we found out my dad went to the same high school that Mike went to. So there's like a lot of random yeah. things. That and we like we both hated it, you know, <laughs> like when I met her dad, like we really bonded over how much we hated going to high school there and everything. Yeah, huh. but I think it was like it was just. It, it totally took him saying something. I never yes, would have yes. really yeah. 
right. made any sort of, I, I don't even think I had really thought, and we've talked about this, but I hadn't really thought about you the way because I, obviously I was you married and we were just friends. Yes. And it was like, I just wasn't thinking, and you, you were dating someone while we were on the show together. So was there, uh-huh. there was never like an idea of like, I'm going to yeah, date yeah, yeah. this person. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like the way time went, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was also to me where I was like, we talk all the time. And then when I eventually told her I had a crush on her, she was like, Really? Yeah, I was very confused. <laughs> that doesn't happen to me very often. And so it's like I, I have a Which I actually just don't believe. I feel like I know, you, you I'm just, gonna say I don't believe you, that either. I I'm like, you just don't know it right, or something. They're not telling but I'm like, you. I think it happens all they're the time. They're not telling right, you. Right, I bet the yeah, people that, that have a crush yeah. on you are like a bunch of like dumb nerds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah take that, Lauren. That are not in touch with their... No, that no, are no. Not in, I think you are exactly That are right. not in touch with their yes. emotions. Like in the same way when I first yes. liked Naomi and I could not tell her that I liked her. So instead I was like, let's go get milkshakes. Because that <laughs> really... It, uh, that what that let's go get milkshakes covered up was like, I find you deeply attractive. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, Lauren, Lauren is also like when you're working with her, like in like a professional sphere, she's like, I, I would say that you're you're very good at like never overstaying or over talking to like anyone. So it, it like ends up making her kind of aloof. But see, that's so yes. not my intention. It's more that I am like, well, you don't in, want someone to think you're annoying or I don't want to be annoying. Yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be like. Especially with like people who are like famous, like I don't want them to think I'm trying to like talk to them because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, it's, I just do my own thing, and like if a if a friendship you know naturally occurs, and that's great. But yeah, I, I mean, I see now, especially then. I think it was well, yeah, even on that because I I always, I have these memories of like she would like get to set, and this is what I'm just like. I just am like I want to be her friend, and we don't even yeah. like chat or whatever. But I would always get there early, and I had like I would have my dressing room door open. And then I would always, I would leave it open so I'm just totally available for anyone Mary who wants to. college by. dorm room. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. You oh, and I would have like open. a, I'm like laying on like a yoga mat and I'm like reading a book, you know, I'm like, and this is like every morning and it would be like, right when anyone would come in, I'd be like, Hey, how's it going? So, we, uh, were you going to the, whatever? And I was always like, damn, Lauren only talks for like one second or, or it'll be like, she'll be like, hi. And then she's gone. I'm like, damn. It, it was all my own stuff, but it's like the feeling that like you don't really want to talk to me mm-hmm. or like, and then I would go to my, anytime I had my dressing room, I'm like, I'm in there. I close the door. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I also really like to be alone before I have to go into an environment where I have to like do things with people all day long. So then I'm yeah. like, I want to just close the door and be like, I have five more seconds where no uh-huh. one is looking at me. And then <laughs> you go and do the thing or whatever. Yeah. I relate yeah. to that though. Cause I feel that same way. It's also like, where it's like, I don't want you to feel obligated to form a friendship. You know what I mean? Yes. Like we are working yes. and like, you know, of course with creative people, it's like, honey, we all had a massage circle in college. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, no, actual, but it's like, I was like, we're going to massage each other's shoulders and now we're best friends. And, then, and no, wait, like, what is that? Everyone like sits in a circle. No, I know what the massage circle is, but like, what is everyone? What is everyone? I know what you mean. The, no, the, the, like, the group of shared interest comedy people the or theater like, people. Theater, or... Like, yeah. especially, like, I mean, like, I feel like improv back in the day in like Chicago was very like that, where it's like, we're going to do like really like, ooh, things like, yes. it's, like we'll crawl on the floor together. And like, you know, it's just like you start to bond in like weird ways. Yeah. I can't, Andy, you look at me like I'm crazy. I can't explain very confused. it. I think you're right to make that face, but yeah. I, that is a fact, you know? Like, this, this is like, it was just guys. weird. Yeah. My college yeah. experience is like being emotionally repressed and playing indie rock music in <laughs> punk rock basements. Right? I, I will well, say, that's I, I pretty took, good. That's pretty good. I, I, I mean, well, I just, I, 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 I,
I have to say mine wasn't normal in that I was doing this all with 29 year old men. You know, yeah, like, it right. was all weird improv oh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah. not like. <laughs> right, right, right. I, 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 took, I took one acting class in college and they, they did that. Kind of like, yeah. like we're we're all cows and we're like right. walking around and doing all this yeah. sort of thing where it immediately made me go like, no, that's not my scene. I'm gonna <laughs> switch my major and get away from this sort of you stuff. Did. That's uh, so yeah, I, it was just like not. Yeah, that that kind of element of acting and improv. It is always to me not my, my not my thing. Yeah, no, I feel that way too. But it's like but it's funny because like so basically, I wasn't a theater major, but I was in a lot of plays. But then I like mm-hmm. took acting one because I was like, well, like if I'm doing plays, I should probably learn something. But I so distinctly remember like our teacher, she was Brazilian and she was like visiting and she was like, very into physicality. And we mm-hmm. literally spent an hour and twenty minutes walking around the room, and you could dab, press, or flick. Meaning with whatever part of your body you are dabbing, you are pressing, you are flicking. Oh, maybe God. you collide. Maybe oh, you collide. Oh, my God. Tell a yes. story. The and I remember opening, being like, the, oh, oh, my God. I would have cut my own head off. I would have cut my own head off. Yes. The idea that like you can collide as an option <laughs> is like very real. Like where they're just like, see what happens. You yes. might walk into somebody and then what? And then what's, are you flicking or dabbing? And it's like, exactly. this is not real. I, I also terrible. think like I I had like a kind of like like superiority complex or like I want to call it like anteriority complex where I'm like <laughs> I I wouldn't want to be in like like I had done improv and like that kind of stuff growing up enough that by the time I got to college I was like no no I know I only like it when it's funny I don't <laughs> like any of this other silly shit so I'm like if it's if it's gonna be like that I I can't be involved in it at all so I would yep. be like. I, I, I was a rhetoric and English major, and mm-hmm. I but I did improv. And so I was like, that's enough, actually. I get enough right. from the improv thing. I don't want to be in a class where we're all doing that shit. Were you at the uh, improvised Shakespeare company always yelling, bravo, bravo, after a <laughs> 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 yeah, But I was such I a fan. I actually was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are four years apart, and you were obviously yeah. really into comedy. And like you were joking, of course, about doing the podcast. So like, Mike, you knew Lauren like of Lauren before y'all actually were working together? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I had always kind of like heard of her and yeah. knew she was like funny. And I, I think I had seen her in like a like a like one of the first UCB shows I saw when I moved to L.A. Um, and I always try to do like uh, like my my way of being sort of academic about being a good person to work with uh, in any job is like I'll I'll try to like research the person like know kind of like what their deal is before i work with them or like it like matt cook the guy we brought up earlier was really into comic books so i made like a concerted effort to read a handful of comic books before the job yeah just then i'm like it's just easier for me it's to me i go like it's out of like a selfishness where i just go like if i just have that it's just like easier for me to be on set with people like i i I do not google anyone because i want to have a natural interaction Mm -hmm. so it's like if i knew that going in and i'm like somehow comic books are gonna come out of my mouth it's gonna be so obvious like right. it's just gonna. I, I want it to feel like I'm like, who are you and where are you from? And I mean, you know, I I know. I mean, I'm not work. looking up like like total like biographical details where I go like their parents were divorced when they were 14. That's <laughs> but but it's more like I I just like go to Matt's Instagram before I meet him and I go like oh a lot of comic book stuff. Yeah, and then no, I'll it's like a, check it. it's, a, it's uh-huh. a nice thing to do. But with Lauren, before we had actually started working together, it was kind of like you know you hear so many names when you do anything. You know, anyone mm-hmm. in your field, you hear all these names all the time. And I had always heard she was funny. 
And then I remember being like, I'm going to listen to her podcast. And and part of what made me so complimented when she eventually asked me to do it is I was, I started listening to it and I, it like blew my mind how funny she was. Like I, I was so like, I can't believe because for you know like the whole premise like you have a person on and it's their show it's or whatever yeah. guest, Lauren Lapkus it's you know and our, me, archives are available on patreon.com if you want to support me directly go to the patreon you know it's fine uh, <laughs> but but I remember thinking like wow that's such like uh that like you're putting yourself in such like a position where you really have to rise to it and she really does and I was like yeah. so amazed by it and especially at, at that age too I was like so improv nerd where i'm like if you're yeah. good at improv i will like worship you i'll yeah. say your name all the time to all my friends and whatever <laughs> and so like hearing it i was truly so impressed and i i remember not bringing this up when we met because i i had actually liked it so much that i didn't want to talk about it you know because <laughs> i was like scared it's sort of like what you're talking about where i i didn't want you to think i wanted to be on yeah, it yeah, yeah. so i was like i can't even right, mention right, right. that i love it right, 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 yeah, yeah 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 but it, it was truly uh it was very exciting uh discovering that you were super funny before meeting you and then exactly. but then it also makes it funnier too that then she says like oh i thought you were like a dumb frat guy or whatever as i go like oh my god i was so excited to be sitting with well, you no, too that was my feeling that's my insecurity that's not like about you being not cool oh no but i'm sure I'm my, like, my excitement was playing into that misread too where i'm going like i don't know what to say oh, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying yeah. like me yeah. saying that about you is like i'm not cool enough to be sitting with this person even though i don't like think ducks are cool or something it's not like <laughs> it's just an old mentality mm -hmm, but like sure. it's the feeling of like oh he thinks i'm a weird person and yeah he yeah want to talk to oh. me like i mean yeah all of this is weird in the sense that like you i mean you said earlier you listened to a couple stories so you know about us i know about you guys mostly through lauren from listening yeah. to her for years I, I on either freedom or comedy bang bang or, or and I mean like it's I find all of this weird I find it yeah, weird yeah, coming yeah. out here and meeting people who I'm like I, I we asked like Sarah Silverman was on the show a couple yeah that was uh, great a while ago and it's just thank it's so much. thank you it's weird that I can Google her relationship history it's yeah, oh, I yeah. find that yes. strange that I can or like know someone's life know right. someone's life already coming into like meeting them and I find that to be a very like it's it's also disconcerting like to I like I mean I find it disconcerting to know someone's comedy very well and then yes. meet them as a peer in some way yes because I, I certainly don't feel I mean I'm not but like I don't feel it even if like I was like what um, do you, mean you don't feel well it's even? weird like when we first met Tawny and I had known her only from comedy Bang Bang. I definitely was like tongue tied and weird. Yeah, you were I'm weird. I'm sure I'm. <laughs> I around, remember being like, "Why are you weird?" Around Lauren, I'm tongue tied and weird because it's weird. It's yeah, weird that true. I know your comment. It's weird in a certain way yeah, that no, like I, I totally can, understand that. I can tell you what characters I can like. I can yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. No, that that's like my fear with meeting people when I'm working with them, like other actors, and I'm like, oh, I like know about like your messy divorce or like your yes, you know yes. it's like things that i'm like i kind of don't want to know this and it's part of why i actively don't google before if i don't really know the person i just know their work because i'm like maybe we'll have an organic conversation where something like that comes up and then we'll talk about it and they'll be really that'll feel really real but if i already knew that and then we get in that conversation then it feels like i'm faking being yes educated you know what i mean or being informed yeah, yeah, yeah. of their life and it's like 
that feels really crazy, but it's like, these are games people don't have to play in their lives. Usually you just talk right. to people yes, and then yes. information <laughs> comes out. But like here we're like, do I let them know I know this information or do I play yes. it cool and not let them know I know that? It's like, it's well, very, very weird. Well, that's why I like to know nothing. I mean, I still, I was very embarrassed, but at the same time, I think it helped me. I was at a dinner party and I was sitting next to Rob McElhaney and I hadn't really watched It's Always Sunny. It wasn't for me. But I'm talking to him and like, you know, I'm like, but I know who he is and I don't know what to say. And then I literally at one point, I'm like, so where are you from? And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, and like, literally, I'm like, F- you have asked the creator of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia yes. where wow. he is from. But, you are but so see, stupid. I but love I just, that. I just like didn't know. But I do think. I jo- I'm like I always joke that I'm like that was the power play. That's like why he will have yes, show. yes, absolutely. Because I was literally like, where are you from? What do you do? But like yeah. I knew, and you are. <laughs> I just, it's true. Like I, I think it's the only thing that keeps me from being nervous around people. Because if I just don't know, and I think there is a little bit of me too as a stand up that feels like even if they don't know I'm a stand up, I'm like. I know what's up. I was like, I do a thing that's harder than what you do. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's like, just having that in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of. But but it's interesting that when you say knowing somebody, because to me, like, Lauren, like, you play so many characters. Like, I didn't feel like I necessarily knew who you were as a person from yeah. your work, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's really been, like, our pandemic text messages that really took us there. Absolutely. And I was like, okay, this is what's going on underneath. You know, she's not yeah. just a wholesome <laughs> kid. <laughs> but it's I remember Lauren being very excited that you – I remember her going, like, we're becoming real friends. <laughs> I was, I was very like, oh, excited. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's so funny because I'm that way, but then I'm like, okay, stop texting or, like, don't – Yes, she's that like, – oh, I'm my always, God, that's like, hilarious. Putting, so Wait, I'm no the one same. feels stressed out. I'm the same way. <laughs> Lauren, is there That's darkness underneath? It's not really darkness. Um, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I, I do think so. I think I think a lot of my darkness comes out in my, like, improvised characters. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I also think, like, I just, I do have some element of that in my brain at all times. Yes. <laughs> but it's, I yeah, it's funny because I think when I moved here, and started like getting acting work. I was cast so often as like naive, like wholesome religious people. And I, d- I had <laughs> never once even played a character like that in improv. I was like, I just don't even know why people keep doing this. And as time has passed, I'm like, okay, I get it. I have like big eyes. And they're like, you believe in God. Big blue eyes. A to B. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why, but like, so I've accepted that. And I think, I think it's fun now, but there was a period of time where I was like, I wish people would know that I'm like a sick freak, you know, it's like, it'd be kind of, <laughs> and, and that's part, part of the draw too. Like with like, when I was first listening to her podcast, I feel that I, I was like, Oh, I thought she was this one way, but she's a sick freak. And yeah. I really like And this. on that show. I was playing a religious, yes. like, a naive person. Oh, okay. Yes. And so it was like another thing. Like I, I but also, like, you know, an interesting thing about that show that I always think about too, is it, it was like, I, I don't know if you guys have had a comparable thing to this, but it, it was like, I kept thinking like they don't know that Lauren is like really funny or or that like in my yeah. community they're all like she like she's like the person yeah. in the improv world or whatever. Right. And the show like didn't use her like that. And I just always remember being like, it's kind of like an inverse of what we're talking about, where it was like, I kept feeling like, don't you guys know that? But she I is. Feel like you guys at, not know that? At that time I was like really comfortable with that being oh, that totally. way because it was really easy like there was like no pressure yes. on me yep. ever yep. <laughs> but it, it would like increase my sense of an imposter syndrome where like if i was doing more i would go like but she's like really funny no, like yeah, it, they, i shouldn't be yeah. or something i yeah. know what you mean yeah. no that feeling right but you're yeah where you're like they don't know i'm funny but then I should, you're also like 
don't know I'm funny. I like to rest. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. This is fine. I can um, just relax. I want to hear more about the darkness underneath. Uh, <laughs> first, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessing. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes gotta miss a bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. With Lauren Lapkus and my asshole. Oh, that was um, seamless. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, I actually, I mean, uh, Lauren, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this. Uh, feel free, obviously, to say no. But, like, as your marriage was ending, 
what was your feel? Cause like how long after that did you guys get together? Like, were you already like, by the time you got divorced, you're just like, I'm done with this. And we're, <laughs> this is like, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. available again. It right. could have been I mean, like, yeah, how quickly it wasn't, you were yeah, available emotionally. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that vibe. Was, also, he was younger, was, right? Him being four years younger is like, yeah. Like, you know, I'm a little like, do you know how to fold a fitted sheet? Do you know how I to I had do to teach him some of those I things. was going to say, I, I have literally always said, like, I literally did not become an adult until Lauren and I started dating. It's wow. honestly really true yeah. because... I had, like, a little bed and, like, no <laughs> sheets and, like, no bookcases. All my shit was on the floor in my oh. room. Lauren, yeah. how did you was see... Like, how? How did you know she was there? Lauren was literally like, you must buy a bed. I literally like, <laughs> sent him a, I sent him a link. I was like, I know you're on a TV show, so like, here's yeah. a link to a bed. Like, it's like... I know you can afford a bed. Yeah. Um, because his bed was like an old mattress from like college. That well, was I was like, really Ew. into that thing where you're like, it was actually someone else's mattress from their oh, college or experience God. or something like. Because I, I had for Layers a while, I didn't even realize. <laughs> well, like I, I never would sleep on it. I would sleep like on the fl- like I, I, I went through this like it was as though I was on the island in Castaway. And then I just like had this moment for many years of my life where I was like, I just sleep on a yoga mat. I sleep on the floor. I, I like give myself no comforts for some reason. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. From like 22 to like 25, that was basically how I lived. Like I shared an apartment with a buddy of mine and like he, he would sleep on the couch. I would sleep on the floor and I was just like, it's all good. It's and I would be like so working gross. on these shows and right, shit. And I was right. just like, I, I don't know. I don't want to like be one of these Hollywood actor types. So I was like, it's all good. I'll just sleep on the floor. I truly There's- was disgusted by the place yeah. he was living in. Mike, there is I know. a I don't want to be like that either, and I fight I against I fight against the psychopathy of this yeah. town and this business on a uh, minute by minute basis. You uh-huh. can sleep in a bed. You can yeah, yeah. still have a bed. bed. Bare yeah. minimum. No, but but I, w- I was like I was that age, and I have this like deep like contrarian instinct, and it was just I, I like and, and I, you know I was really raised to be like scared of spending money, so mm-hmm. I, I would just like yeah. or I, I would do my best to just never think about money ever. And so I would go like, I won't buy myself like any normal things that a person would have, but I'll buy like a bunch of juggling balls or like, I'll, I'll like indulge in like some other random bullshit instead of comfort. Right. She does have a, a lot of weird t- types of things like that. Yeah. I just get into all sorts of weird <laughs> okay. shit all the time. Okay. So this is why I learned. Okay. So again, you are like newly single, right? Yes. And whatever, what comes with that, right? Like whenever an end relationship ends, you're like, do I ever want to do this again? But then, right. yes, this is a young man with no bed, no bookshelf. <laughs> that was I almost the appeal know. in some way because it was kind of surprising with him. I think because his he his person he's very smart and funny and like good looking. And I was like, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was into like the package that I knew as like my friend, but uh-huh. I didn't know the like home lifestyle. Yeah, so then yeah, it was yeah. almost like cute. Like, oh my god, like you. I, I'm coming out of like someone be having like a dish set that was like my wedding gift. You know what I mean? It's like I have like all the things that you mm-hmm. get when you get married and like it was all kind of put together enough. I also I didn't resist at all. Like you were like, you have to get a bed. And I was like, how do you get a bed? And you're like, I was like, go to, you like, go to the place. You get this, and, and, wow, like, and, and she's okay. like, here's a frame <laughs> like that's good. And then I just like would get it and then build it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, wait, it's literally <laughs> this, this bed, bed actually it's, it's behind us. Bed right Still have it. Oh it's literally goodness. that bed, yeah. But like, it's coming close to being thrown out, though, because it's yeah. a broken piece of shit, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, coming out of that, were you like emotionally available again? Did you date around before Mike? Was there no, a party that didn't. thought he's a fuckboy because he doesn't have a mattress? Oh, so yeah. Was that be... the appeal where you're just yeah, like, 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 it'll oh, be chill? I, it'll be I chill. didn't know. I didn't think necessarily that it was his tight shirt. I didn't think necessarily that it would be long term not yeah. in a way that's like negative but yeah, like yeah, yeah. I wasn't planning to like be in a long-term right. relationship and then marry the person that I dated next so I mean that was not but it just went that way yeah but I so I think I was excited to date somebody like it felt exciting um, my relationship before was pretty long so it was like exciting to be like oh I'm like you know talking to a new person and going uh, out on a date right. and like having I, I also like love communicating like I want to just <laughs> talk about everything and I'm like We'll just like break everything down and, and that was talk like a endlessly really, like, about other things, people like I had and never things. And dated someone like yeah. that, where like it's like we're gonna dissect your feelings on that thing and like talk this out and like, well, what does that mean and what, where does that come from? And so I found that really interesting and like fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I think it, there was there's really fear associated with like being in a new relationship and like even the fear of it not working out or the fear of yeah. it, or the fear of it working out. It's like, it's kind of just like a lot of pressure after being married. Yeah. We, and yeah. we kept it pretty low pressure and like you, you were, I feel like you were very like, uh, like break pumpy. Like you'd be like, okay, well you go do your thing now and I'm going to go do <laughs> yeah, my thing Yeah, And I think now. there was I'm a like, point where okay. I was like, I also want to date other people. Then you're like, well then I'm going to leave the country. And I was like, <laughs> well, no, no, that is not at <laughs> all. I no, I was like, I, I, this is you're making yourself sound cool and me sound no, crazy. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. But it was literally, it was literally, crazy. it went like this. She goes, well, I kind of want to date people, and I was like, yeah, all right, I guess I'll date other people too. And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, I guess I forgot that. And, part. and she's going like, no, no, I want to, and I'm going like, okay, well, like. Uh, then I guess I won't then if you <laughs> and want that's what led to you saying I'd have to leave the country and then I was like, like well I would probably want to like go like just like and because I did when I left before when I was like on working on farms there were like these websites like workaway.org or woofing mm -hmm. and so to me I was like I loved doing it. It's super fun. Like you, mm -hmm. you just live somewhere for free, and then like and they. You can live on a floor, so a farm. And I'll live on a floor, a so whatever it's gonna floor. be, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, you're like I love it's it. So perfect. Yeah, yeah. But also yeah. like, so I sleep here. At, 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 at that time, though, I like really did have this like draw to be like, well, yeah, if you want to do that, then I would probably like go and like see if I can do something in Norway or some it's shit. It's like, like so independent mm. that it was like scary to me. Like, yeah. So it, you're oh, so you just go off and do something in another country. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'll be like wondering about that. So I probably won't really date anyone because I don't even know how to get that started. Like, I don't even you know, it's like I don't even know where I, I'm going to get on an app or something like that sounds horrible. So like it was just kind of like, well, I, I actually have feelings for you. So then the idea of doing trying to date people just for the sake of like having more experience dating people mm -hmm. didn't make sense. Like it was like I'd rather just hang out with you because I like hanging out with you. And, and then like kind of after we've been dating for a little bit, we like part of our like early dating was we were like, let's go to like a country that we like never thought we would go to. Mm -hmm. And then we, I, I feel like when we went to Tokyo, it, oh, it also Tokyo. like, it, it like Tokyo. brought it, it like <laughs> sort of like solidified our relationship yeah, in a very specific that was very way. Early into our dating. And it was yeah. kind oh, of wow. like impulsive to like go on a trip like that with someone 
which I thought was really exciting. I was mm-hmm. like, like, how oh, early are we talking in the dating? Just a few like months. Like two or three wow. months yeah. in, yeah. And we yeah. and we were there for like two weeks and yeah, going all lot. over. And but it was a great it was, it was awesome. a great way to get to know each other because so many random bad or confusing things would happen and we were both just like happy and having a good yeah, time. Yeah, it was really fun. And I think because I never thought I would, like that was never a place on my bucket list or whatever. Same. Then it was like, okay, this is like kind of a neutral, t- it doesn't mean anything to me related mm-hmm. to somebody else. It's not like, this is just like, we're coming into this as both two people who've never been to this place and we're just going to figure this out together. And that was really fun and then became like our favorite place ever. Yeah. Um, but I think like the, that you kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone in those types of ways. Yeah. That was really Oh yeah, because even that kind of started with you saying like, I don't eat sushi. And I was like, why not? And you're like, well, I've never had it. And I was like, well, just try it. <laughs> okay, and devil egg. It. Okay, devil egg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, then you tried it and you were like, foods. I love it. And then it was kind of like, I, I felt like you kind of gave me the signal to push you out of like, yeah. comfort zones. Yeah, yeah like uh, get rid of yeah. your bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it works. That's so funny. I can't get over this idea of you sleeping on a floor and like you're working on a TV show. It's like, bang. Yeah. Bang. I know. No. It's, it's, it's very. It's weird. I had to yeah. teach him how to clean the uh, tub and toilet. Yeah, I oh, didn't even realize yeah. that those that those stains weren't permanent. <laughs> I mean, do you when you know that feeling too when you clean something and you're like, it's white. It's yes, white, exactly. Right? I like just, still see it where I'm like, like, I can't believe that fucking tub was. That's white. That's the color that's supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. I remember coming over after you had done it, and I thought it was like really sweet. Like you had just like a big bottle of bleach, and I was like, yeah. that's not what I would have used, but yeah. I think that's great. Like. <laughs> Lauren, did you feel like re- like when did you felt like ready like the I don't know you sign a thing Andy's when you get obsessed divorced with ready. well because because I'm just curious about like getting into like this happening like right after that's what yeah. I think it's, I'm like curious I about because like, I'm just trying to like get in get into like where you were emotionally at that time yeah I think like it was kind of an inevitability for me at a certain point that my relationship was going to end so it's like there was this feeling of even though I wasn't aware of it in the moment, I think mm-hmm. the second it was over, I was like, oh, that should have been over. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, I, it was obvious. So like, it didn't feel like a crazy thing to start dating someone. It mm-hmm. did like socially a little bit. Like I was kind of like, oh, well people think that I'm like dating someone too fast or something. Right. And we would like go to a thing and it would be like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just be on that side of the party and you oh, just be really? there. And we'll just like, just be like, I don't even want to have to do a thing where we say we're dating or something. It just felt like a lot for other people more yeah. than it did for me. And then, mm. I mean, and my, uh, most of my friends were just like excited for me or whatever, but like just like the but, random but people w- that you don't really one- know. Like, it was like a random like CAA agent or someone was like Lauren Lapkus is dating Mike Castle. Like Lauren had like heard this person say it internally at an agency because they saw us at a party or something. And oh I was like, Oh my god! Well, that's why you got to be weirdly secretive about it because who? Why is yeah. that person talking and about it? And it was super weird. Um, but they weren't at CAA just for the record. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, Mike, had you had like a lot of girlfriends? I mean, again, you were with somebody before right like at the time y'all met doing clipped but mm-hmm. like were you someone like were you a chronic monogamist were yeah you, I, I was know? more like a, a chronic monogamist <laughs> uh, uh for like, the listener lauren did <laughs> just raise mike's <laughs> microphone i was like well it's starting mouth. to dangle and yeah. it's like, get in, i'm getting a, I'm get, the truth. it's like right at the end of my <laughs> stand-up set um yeah no i yeah i i was like i would like date people for like two years at a time kind of thing you know mm-hmm. um 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like yeah. anything like, yeah, it wasn't like. I, I also like, I, you know, I my, my kind of like world view is very sort of like based. It's like I, I started doing improv when I was so young that it's like that's kind of like part of how I look at the world where mm. I just go like, I don't know. Well, we'll see. And so like wow. it's never like I'm intending to date anyone for a long time or do this or like I didn't know that we were going to get married or anything. It was like it was kind of just like, oh, yeah, we really like talking to her. And it was just kind of like, oh, and now we're married. You know, where it's like you just kind of slowly you're going along. You're like, every day is great. I'm enjoying this every day. And, you know, yeah. and then suddenly that's the third beat of this relationship. Is. Marriage. Yeah. Third beat. Yeah. You yeah. got to. You got to call back. Get all the, the callbacks in there. Yeah. <laughs> I just but see. It's true. You guys are wholesome. It's just a good love. You're doing it. Yeah. I think on that level, we are wholesome. Like we just have a good time together. Yeah. I feel like the, like... the, 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 uh, the pandemic has been like. We're hanging out. It's been like decent. we're actually having a pretty good time. It's been with decent each in other. terms of like spending all our time together. Like yeah. I think, like of course, like I, we'd rather be able to do whatever we want in life sure. and not be afraid for our lives. Yeah. But <laughs> I think, like being home together, we've been like having a good time, and it's just been like normal in that way. It didn't like push our relationship to any like right. bound, you know, like yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. levels. Like yeah. I know other people that have had that happen where it was like this exacerbated whatever problems were there or something. Yeah. Now like, I'm just more codependent. Yeah, same. Well, yeah. So are our pets. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Oh my god, absolutely. Oh but, my god. But but also like we we both really um based on like, you know, all these different factors in our lives leading up to being together and stuff like I think like we both have a real focus on like making sure we're like accurately communicating with each other. And like I grew up in a non-communicative sort of family, oh, and so like sure. it's something I I really care about, and I feel like all along the way we we've been so like clear and like conversant with everything that it's like yeah it's just been good. That's been helpful. I think he's really like he said he's very overly communicative, and like at first I feel like. I did find it exciting at first, but then there's times where I find it like overwhelming. Like, oh, I, 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 I'm, I like to walk away from this conversation. Yeah, and I, I, I like, like to just keep saying, yeah, but what do you mean? And then <laughs> I think ultimately in the long run, it's very good for us because we're able to like get to the bottom of something and then move on. But. Yeah. Well, my favorite is you know sometimes I'll be like, are you like mad about something? She's like, no. And then like this will kind of go on for a while, and then eventually she'll sort of like admit slash realize a handful of things she's like mad at me about or something and i'll go like and then she'll go like i'm glad you got that on me i'm like well thank god i did oh my god you just had all that inside of you my oh my god, god. But that's exactly that's like andy it's not the same where i have to ask him but i know but one of the patterns i notice in our love is like we'll fight about something maybe silly Mm-hmm. but it's in that argument that he will then reveal a larger issue he's been mm-hmm. having. And it's like, so I had to make us fight because you know, yes. me. I yeah. had to make us a fight in order to even get to that thing underneath. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my, the most recent was like when you were saying to me how like I didn't put my dishes away, like in the sink after I cooked, I just like left stuff on the stove. And I remember uh. just feeling so ashamed. Right. Cause I'm yeah. like, yeah. doing this all the time and he hasn't said a word. Yeah. And, then yes, like, yes. and then I was like, what else have I missed? What else is yeah. he not saying? What You've been well, biting your tongue. <laughs> well, it's a critical, like, this is the thing. You have to have a critical mass of stuff uh, for no. it yeah. to become a problem. No. Right. No, you don't want it to become a problem. But it wasn't so a problem hey, yes, exactly. until it was. It wasn't a problem <laughs> yeah. until enough neutrons, how does critical mass work? Enough neutrons <laughs> were excited that the that the explosion happened. Right. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. So like first creating we, an equilibrium. 
And the other, it's also like the cleanup wasn't a problem until I got busy enough until I had too much like actual, like writing work to Uh also do that. And all the housework at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh what's coming out again. It's coming out again. (laughs) No, but it wasn't. But what I'm saying is like, it's a threshold issue threshold yeah. uh, issue there we go i don't know yeah. if that's well, and I would say that, that that's probably what lauren is like as well where she's like well it's fine right now and i go like yeah yeah but i don't want it to get to the thing where then you're exactly. really mad at me yeah. so like let's yeah. just fix the pieces so it doesn't get yeah. to well, like, that but lauren is it for you as it is for me it's not actually a problem until it actually goes past that i do threshold. think that's true like i think there's points where i'm like oh i'm a little annoyed about this thing and then i'm like but it's fine. And then I'm also like, well, I don't want to be calling out every little annoying thing that I ever think. Like I can pick up a towel or something, you know, it's not like a mm-hmm. big deal. And then, yeah, if it's, be- yeah, if but it's- if I don't even know that that is something you are like holding in. And to me, I go like, it's almost always a simple fix where I go like, if I just know that that really annoys you, I would just never put my towel on the ground. Like yeah. I just, cause I don't want to be annoying to you. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but I'm, I think like, it's just my, my, my i don't want to be a nag like that's mm-hmm. something we've discussed yeah, but like yeah. i'd rather just go like i'll just do this thing over and over again until i hate doing this and then I'll go, could you for once do that? Yeah. Or whatever? And then I'm like, you have ruined my month. <laughs> I'm exactly. crushed by that. Because well, it's like, well, it's funny because it's like in ways what I think about both of you, because Lauren, one of the first thing I asked you, I was like, you grew up in a happy home where someone told you you were enough, right? <laughs> yes. Like you both, you and Andy, you know how to self-soothe. So as you yeah. said, when something yes. bothers you, you just kind of like shake it off and you find it within yourself. And then when you're in a moment when like you kind of can't, right? Whether you're like tired or pissed or whatever, then it's like, now I need you to stop doing it because I have done yeah. my part to make yeah. this okay. And uh-huh. now it's not. Whereas I know for me, it's like, I can't self-soothe. I need to know that we are good. Like my big fear yeah. is like somebody, you know, you're with somebody, you're in a friendship or a relationship. Like I remember in high school, I had a friend, we were really good friends. And then we kind of like fell off. And I remember not knowing why. And then maybe like a year later we were talking and she was like, so I've been afraid of you. And I remember, like, feeling like the wind was knocked out of me. Can I just mention to the listener, the three of us that are not Naomi, (laughs) our eyes widened and our eyebrows super (laughs) silliest. Straight I up. would just be so fucking shocked if someone said that to me. Um, I would be like, "What was it?" We were sitting in Pizzeria Uno (laughs) on Eighty Six and Third. Were you getting brownie bowls? Natch. And then I remember (laughs) just like putting money down and leaving. Like I was so shocked and then i felt so bad and then it was kind of like that feeling of do i even know myself because i'm out here scaring people like so Mm -hmm. kind of like so i always want like same thing you're saying mike it's like i want to know in advance i don't want to kind of be caught off guard with you like hating Uh, me my my mom my mom and dad were so like they would it's like everything's good until they fucking explode was like my whole childhood where it would be like it would be like one moment everyone's happy and then it's like they're going nuts and so it yeah. would cause for me this feeling of like mm, you can't trust the happiness we got to know what's really going on underneath that happiness yeah, yeah, and yeah. so it's like that's kind of always my thing is i go like i gotta know i you right. can't there's like nothing that freaks me out more than that sort of like that sudden twist where someone's yeah. suddenly I mad know. well that makes a lot of sense though because i feel like when i'm like when i'm annoyed my mood definitely shifts like yes visibly 
And then I, I I'll often go like, wait. are you kind of like not feeling me right now? Or something? <laughs> should I go? Should you want me to like go in a different room or something? Like I can go do. But something. it's like I don't want to be called out on that. Like I want to just have that the feeling, feeling without it being uh, a conversation. And then Death. when then when I'm called out on it, then I'm like, I'll either say no or then I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm annoyed because blah 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 or whatever. And then and then we have to do that. But I'm like, I know that's for the better, like the greater yeah. good. But I'm just like. I sometimes just want to stew a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, you're like that. And then I I think I've learned to like, if you're, if you need to feel your feelings to just like go away. Well, this was the problem. Yeah. I got this boy into therapy and I created the monster. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now he's the one being like, hun, you look upset. And I'm like, when did you learn to see shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was the problem. Cause he wasn't like that to start. And so it, I yeah. think that also has been that way because, cause even I, I'll be like, I don't even think I'm portraying sad, right? Like I'm not like walking around the house huffing right. and sighing, but then like he'll be like, I can tell like you're off. But I think that's also been one of the bigger things about quarantine because you can't yes. be alone to stew. Like you, yes. our, our emotions really affect each other more because there's no break from them. Yes. Right. When when you have people in a relationship where they're, in, I mean, I'm sure this is the same way with you guys. Your antennas are always up and always like getting other people's emotions in you. And, yeah. you, and when you're around the other person all the time, you like, even though I'm like learning in therapy to start putting up boundaries between me and other human beings with that, <laughs> you, cause Naomi, you started it. I was no, perfect,ly repressed. I, I was perfectly cut off from all my emotions. <laughs> and then you had to open up this Pandora's box of empathy. I didn't think and- it was going to be much. I thought it was just literally going to be like, <laughs> I'm worried about my career. But no, no, no. We got existential. No, because, uh-huh. yes. Because also, I had um, not. Uh, not so much point. Sorry, I'm pointing at uh, <laughs> no, Mike and Warren. But I'm always like, this is so intense. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Naomi, that's anti-Semitic to say I can't point. <laughs> Jews, Jew, we point. We're appointing people. You're a pointer, sister. A- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, and that's why I'm so excited. So yep. the thing is, is that like um, I've had one of those like Shyamalan twists, like friend <laughs> twists when I was a kid. And it's I. This is it's stuck oh, with yeah. me. I don't know what I've done. I don't know what to do about it. Oh, but yeah, like you... my I, my best friend in sixth grade, one day, just literally one day, without any warning, was like, "I wish Hitler had killed your family." Can you imagine? Can you imagine? in class, in like um homeroom or something like that, at oh the end of the day, God. and it fucking destroyed me. And I yeah. think. Ever since then, I've been I wait with all everything, every friendship or relationship for the other shoe to drop. When who, when are you gonna pop yeah. out and be like, I wish you do were you, Anne Frank? Do you know where so mean. that that per, that sixth grade friend? Do you know where they were on January sixth this year? <laughs> Ooh, that's a great. I have not looked up the. I I every once in a while I look them up to to see if their life has uh, turned out badly. Right. Uh, yes, 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 yes. You exactly. gotta check you in. Have to check. You gotta yeah. check in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Despite and resentment. That's well, this is what I was gonna ask you guys. With me and Na- uh Naomi. Yep, Naomi it's me. and I. Oh, okay. Uh my you. mom's an English teacher, so the <laughs> Oh my god, thank you so much because that really matters to us. That's our biggest I actually it didn't even signal like my like, you know, flare up, but I yeah. <laughs> we when we watch TV and people say uh, Any of the wrong, you know pronouns. Yeah. Whatever. I we freak out. Yeah, or it's it's honestly gotten to the point over years of our relationship now where it's like it was like we'll both be on our phone, like not even really paying attention. Someone will say something, and then we'll both just glance at each other, and then yes. we'll like look back to our thing. It's literally like him and me went to the store, and then we're like, 
I'm really working on, on, on him and I's relationship. Yes. Oh, God. It drives us crazy. But, uh, so we appreciate that yeah, correction. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm like, the more, the, like, uh, as I become more, uh, well, yes, I'm a professional writer now, I suppose I could say. But, yes. like, yes. I've relaxed how I speak because I know that, like, when I write different characters, they speak in different ways. So yes, I'm just yes. like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. I'll, I'll say ain't if I feel like it at this point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the thing, that, like, I think Naomi and I, the thing that bonds us more are our shared hatreds. Yes, we always talk about shared hatreds. Yeah. Shared hatreds yeah. of yeah. things more so than like there's plenty of things we love together, right? Uh, uh, Girls Five Eva, we just watched the pilot. Oh, and, I want to watch that. Yeah, we fun. laughed. We laughed very hard yeah. at it. All right, so there's things that we do like together. However, I do think some of the things like watching House Hunters International and absolutely <laughs> spitting pure venom at the people that are on there yeah, is yeah. just like one of our our deep connections. That absolutely. is so and just fun. Hating people, and I I'm I think I'm getting well, they that said vibe that because but that's why I'm saying top, going from yeah, up top. Yeah. He was like, like we're we, kind of haters. Oh my god, am, we love like we watch. Um, we've been doing on ninety our, day. Well, uh, married um, at first sight. But on our Patreon, marriage or mortgage. We do we talk we do watch longs for marriage or mortgage where we just talk over the episodes and that show is so crazy and you will just like hate everyone involved you have to choose whether so right fun. you have a wedding or buy a house right yes. obviously always house like it's a broken yeah, premise I, like yeah. always house but then yeah. every time they pick wedding we're like what the fuck and then they, and every and then, time i'm like so confidently like right at the end i'm like it's gonna be house and then they pick wedding and you're like i cannot and then and then it's be, the way it was shot is right before covid so then all of them have covid weddings and you're like, oh. this is tragic. Like, there was one couple that had a wedding with a hundred people. And Lauren October is literally going, second, Lauren, like, no, before what? I even say the date, Lauren, uh, Lauren's going like, no, it's before COVID. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. There's not a mask in sight. And then they say the date and you're like, no, that's right in the fucking middle of it. <laughs> yeah. That's in the spike. That yeah. is right so it before makes you hate them even more. Yeah. Do they have like, you know how like at weddings or Bar mitzvahs or there's like a fun thing like karaoke or a photo booth. Do they have like respirators? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little sample yeah. to take yeah, with you on your way. Like Mary. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my gosh. This was good for the soul. Don't you feel that intro? Oh my god. So fun. You have to say I, it in I, the I, microphone. A, 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 fr <laughs> a friend of Lauren's had actually once said, I'm just remembering, she had said that, um, what is it? She was like, if if you bond over hating people or hating something, that's like a superficial bond. And I feel she said it like multiple times. And then on the drive home, you're like, I don't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking of another question because I'm like, I kind of don't want it to end. But no. then I was like, well, it's uh, we can't take up more of your time. But uh. oh, well, this has been so fun. We love the show so much. We were so excited that you asked us to do it. This was I just it's funny because so we were like, um, uh feel like oh should we impose on them like there was this like question of like i know no not at all we were like yay yeah. it's truly like we we i would say something else we really bond over is like just dreading everything you know yeah just, like, any commitment we have we yeah, really yeah, yeah, bond totally. over dreading it you know and this was something that we were specifically not dreading like, oh my we, god we, that we, is really an oh, honor we, we dreaded this whole week yeah so yeah was, oh wow one, that literally literally 10 minutes before it started like I'm my mother, I go like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ten. Um, are you guys feeling dread now that everything's opening back up? Yes, I am. Yes, yes absolutely. I yes. am. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. I feel um, a sense of dread. Uh, I feel, I feel my social anxiety dread uh, 
uh, the top of the list, I think. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, oh, now I have to do all that stuff. I, in some ways, like really just sunk into this like person who stays home mm -hmm. and like, I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, I have to go do everything again and see everyone again. It just seems like a lot of energy. Yeah, like even like, I got like an audition and I'm like, it's a self tape. Yeah. But I, even with that, I'm like, oh god, I, I have like auditions again and I, shit. I, Jesus Christ! I know we really adapted to like having no. You even and, and to be able to say no. I was going to say having the ability to say yes. no because it's like I don't have to really explain myself. It's yeah. a pandemic. Exactly. It's whatever. It's like yes. I can just say no, and I hope to take a little bit of that into the yes. world again. Like, I am. It, it, it's <laughs> yes, it's, it's am. a good thing to have because I think especially in our business, like we're also like, yeah, I'll do whatever, or like whatever, because then no one's ever going to ask me again if I say right. no. And it's like, it's actually not true. And everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, I will say I'm, I, I'm looking forward to when we can do live shows again. And like, that yeah. they can like not feel weird and scary. Well, yeah. Dynasty you know, Typewriter like, is like, opening back up in yeah. July. Yep. And like, I'm so excited. But I'm also like, that probably still will feel weird and scary because it's probably gonna be half capacity or yeah, there's still like the yeah, element of yeah. pandemic right. you know it's like but, i think it'll be really exciting on, we're but... comedians if there's one thing we know is how to play to a half empty house come on yeah. baby <laughs> yeah, yeah. get that, that half capacity going because also if, if it's half capacity if it and then you know they only were allowed to sell half the tickets yeah, yeah. you don't feel bad that there's only half <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can convince yourself you're like more people wanted. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they wanted to. They just couldn't, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> now that was fun, and uh, <laughs> we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.